Thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day, free and available on all platforms. On today's episode, that's right, I've got five thoughts on tomorrow's game against Rutgers, and oh yeah, that's right, best bets, but with a special guest. Let's go. You are Locked on Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back, baby. That's right. It's Friday. Game day eve. Another one. Sixth time this year we're doing this. But this time uh, it's it's October 8th and oh, tomorrow isn't just a game. It's a game that could make Michigan State the first Big Ten team to become bowl eligible for the 2021 season. Ooh, that's got a nice ring to it. That's right. Yeah, the only other game at noon features Ohio State taking on Maryland, and Ohio State's got a loss. They can't get to six wins tomorrow. So, yeah, hey, Spartans, your time to shine, baby. Let's uh, show the rest of the Big Ten how to get to bowl eligibility, shall we? Uh, we'll get to tomorrow's game here in a little bit, but first, I, I from the bottom of my heart, again, um, just want to thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day or your lunch listen, your evening listen, whenever, whenever you listen to this podcast. Um, especially at the end of the week, I, I really feel the, the most appreciation because, um, yeah, you guys have just been an awesome listener base and I've been doing this solo thing for, oh God, a little over two months now. And yeah, I, I feel like it's gotten better with every single week and that would not be possible without you guys and your awesome participation, um, just comments all the time. So speaking of that, if you ever do have any questions or comments, uh, locked on Spartans at gmail.com is where to find me. Um, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, whew, almost forgot that part. Yeah, see, I've been doing this for almost two, a little over two months solo, and I'm still not any better at intros than I was at day one. So, like I said, guys, on today's show, uh, I will give five thoughts on tomorrow's game. Uh, I might be giving my best bets at the end of segment two, because segment three is with a gentleman by the name of Blair Montgomery. Yes, if you're on Twitter... That name might sound familiar. If you're not on Twitter, we'll, we'll explain in segment three, but the short end of it is uh, he's been smoking hot on NFL picks. He has connected a 12-leg parlay followed with an 11-leg parlay in back-to-back weeks and has just been making it rain. So he's a member of MSU Twitter. He's a great Spartan fan. Slid into his DMs. He's like, hey, do you do, you do college football by any chance? Because... Uh, we would love to pick your brain. So yeah, we got him in segment three, given his five best picks of the week as well. But before that, that's right. We've got five thoughts on tomorrow's game or today's game. If you've woken up on Saturday morning and decided to listen to this before MSU takes on Rutgers in Piscataway at their Scarlet Knights homecoming game. Noon, Big Ten Network. It's got a great ring to it, baby. Uh, MSU Rutgers was made to be played at Big Ten Network um, at noon. Let's let's not lie to ourselves here. That is a chef's kiss right there. Thought number one. Thought number one about this game. Um, I'm actually going to dial back the clock uh, two weeks. Th- this game really gives me the same vibes as the Nebraska game. That's right. When the Huskers came to Michigan State, I'm starting to get the same vibes here with this one. And, well, obviously I'll explain why because I'm the only one talking right now. Uh... I'll start with this. Rutgers' offensive line, like Nebraska's, I think is going to be the hole in their game. 
Uh, you look around both sides of the field, okay, you know, the quarterback's fine enough, running back, okay, whatever. Defense is solid. We'll get to them later. But specifically with the offense, I think it is the offensive line where the hole lies. And that is magnified with left tackle Raekwon O'Neal out for the game. Uh, Rutgers just, they only run the ball for 3.7 yards per carry. Fine. It's it's 10th in the conference. It's on the wrong end of average for the conference. But nothing necessarily too inspiring from their offensive line. Uh, they, just like Nebraska, they have a quarterback that can use his legs effectively. Although I think Adrian Martinez is more polished of a passer than Noah Vedral. But still, regardless, I mean, Noah Vedral can scamper. You know, he, he does have his legs that he uses quite well. Uh, and over the last two games, and these are the two games that I really take a lot from. Yeah, they've played Temple, they've played Syracuse, they've played Delaware. I'm going to take more substance from their games against Michigan and Ohio State. As unfairly as that is, maybe to Rutgers, but still, I want to compare it to real teams here. Uh, so the last two games, Noah Vedral has combined for 19 rush attempts and has averaged 4.2 yards per carry. So not not bad at all for a quarterback. So that's another thing that reminds me of the Nebraska game. Now the scary thing about the Nebraska game is, that's right, it wasn't all going to be good things here. Uh, they do have a defense that can clog up that run game. Um, I go back to the Michigan game where they bottled them up for 2.9 yards per carry. And admittedly, I've not watched a lot of Michigan football, but I'm also online all the time. And all that I see said or written about Michigan is just, oh, they got this great run game. And uh oh, what? That didn't happen against Rutgers. Um, that didn't necessarily happen too well for Michigan State against Nebraska either. Um, yeah. The old uh, no first downs in the uh, second half trick. We will get to that in a little bit, too. Um, and I guess the last thing, too, is my last point about thought number one is that Peyton Thorne is going to have to be the MVP tomorrow uh, in the afternoon. Rutgers, yeah, okay. Their secondary has been fine. They've, they have the best Big Ten completion percentage amongst opponents. Uh, clocking in at 51.6%. That that tops the conference amongst the defenses. However, like I said, you, you throw in, you know, Temple, who's starting Dwayne Mathis in his first game there. You throw in Syracuse. You throw in Delaware. I'm not sure if that's really world-beating right there. Caden McNamara, not really too inspiring. And, yeah, Ohio State got their numbers in. It was just a pedestrian day for, for them. Ho-hum. All right, and we're just going to throw, what, 19-26 from C.J. Stroud or something like that. All good in the hood, baby, so... Thorne is going to have to be the MVP. He had to make stuff happen against Nebraska, and it didn't happen, point blank. Hey, listen, I'm the biggest Peyton Thorne fan in the world. I I think the world of the kid, he's only going to get better with time. And this is going to be a game where he can prove that he has gotten better with time. And he, he, he knows how rough that Nebraska game was, no question about it. He was very open in front of the media in saying that, yep, I got a lot to work on, and we're going to get back in the lab and get things right here. Well, now it's time to show it. Uh, yeah, hey, listen, Kenneth Walker's incredible. He Could he have a good running game? I would, Yeah, he's a Heisman candidate. I, I, I'd be insane to think that it's out of the realm of possibility for him to have a good game. But for the sake of just patterns, okay, they did pretty good against Michigan. MSU had a tough time running the ball against Nebraska. I, it, I really look at Thorne here. This is going to have to be a big game for him. So, yeah, if, if there's one guy that I could pick to really have a great game, and here's a hot take, yeah, I'm picking the quarterback. Uh, no, it's it's got to be Thorne. So this is going to be a, a big game and probably the toughest environment 
he's played in. Yeah, Miami was a little tough, but still, at the end of the day, that's still a half-filled stadium, and even half of those fans were Michigan State fans, whereas, well, hey, homecoming at Rutgers, that'll be tough. That, that will be tough. Uh, thought number two, and if you've read my 3-2-1 preview on theonlycolors.com, just wanted to plug that really quick. This will sound incredibly familiar to you. What do we want to see the most in this game? Uh, I want to see what I call a fast 30 followed by a full 30. Now, you might be saying, no, duh, of course we want to see this team team play well for 60 minutes. Yeah, but okay, let me just add the context here for, you know, conversation's sake. The fast 30, like, let's get out fast first half, okay? Rutgers, Najee Jones out for the first half with a questionable targeting call. Oh, you guys too. Great. Uh, they're also missing two other key players due to the suspension with the whole paintball gun incident. So they're down three key players in the secondary. Where does MSU fry teams? With Reed, Naylor, and Mosley. Okay, great. Awesome. Let's get out there. Get after it fast. Quiet down that fan base. And yes, yeah, there will be fans here. I, I it, it might baffle you. This is not Chris Ash's Rutgers anymore. The Scarlet Knights have fans showing up to these games now. And follow it with a full 30. <laughs> the, the second half of the Miami game like just embodied everything Mel Tucker has been preaching. Relentlessness. Dragging the other team into deep water. I mean, they, they scored three times in the fourth quarter on the road in 95-plus degree heat. That was the epitome of being a second-half team that just dragged teams in the deep water and then... Skirt! Uh-oh. The last two games have not been good in the second half. At all, and that's one of the first things Mel addressed uh, with the media this week when he spoke to them is, we need to play a full, polished 60 minutes. It's no secret. I mean, when you have zero first downs against Nebraska in the second half, and then you put up just six points against Western Kentucky, which they were allowed to do. You can do that after you score 42 points in the first half. It's not the end of the world. Still, you cannot live that high wire act, though, forever, especially playing on the road. Especially in conference play. So, yeah, let's get the fast 30, just hit the ground running. And then let's, I don't care if, if we're down 20 or up 20 at halftime, let's stay dialed in. Drag these sons of into the deep water, baby. Let's go. Woo, go Spartans. All right, three more thoughts. Uh, they'll all be shorter than that on the second side of this break. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. Let me tell you, Built Bar has carried me through this entire week. Uh, like I said earlier this week, uh, oh boy. Last week, uh, I was up north, Traverse City, for a wedding. Did not look at a lot of nutritional food. Barely looked at water the entire week. I was in shambles coming into my week, but I had to work out. I've done it three times already. That's right. Applaud for me. And actually, applaud for Built Bar because they've carried me through every single workout, specifically the cookie dough chunk. Ooh, that's right. Uh, they have nine delicious flavors, guys. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. They also have a mixed box for you. That's right. You can get two of each of those nine flavors I just rattled off. So you could uh, give yourself a little sample here, a little flight of Built Bars. Uh, and not only do they taste good, guys, but they are delicious on your body. Each belt bar, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And they care for your wallet, too. That's right. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. That's right, baby. Go get yourself some built bars. And now, oh, that's right. Oh, well, hello, old friend. 
Let's hear from Homefield. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go, baby. Oh, man, one of my favorite sponsors of all time is back in business with Lockdown Spartans, baby. And uh, if, if you are wondering why I love Homefield so much, just go, just buy a shirt in your size immediately and, you know, wait a few days to, for it to get shipped to you. Put it on and, and you will not have anything to say. That, that's my best sales pitch. Oh, what makes Homefield great? I just, no, go find it out for yourself. The most comfortable clothing. Their logos are absolutely bananas. I mean, I'm a sucker for throwback logos. And I thought I've known every single MSU logo. Mm-mm, no, no, no. Homefield Apparel gets it done. They have logos that you've never even seen with your own two, and I, two eyes before. It's because they do some hardcore research, man. They go through old newspapers, old yearbooks, talk to historians within Michigan State. No, it's, it's incredible. And that's why they have 19 different items for you to choose from the Michigan State catalog. What else do they have? Oh, well, look at this promo code. That's right, guys. You can get 15% off your first purchase at Homefield with Locked On Spartans. That's all one word, Locked On Spartans at homefieldapparel.com. Guys, go to homefieldapparel.com. Even if you even if you're not interested in buying just just window shop, just see what these guys have. It's almost like a little history trip on their website. But guess what? You will end up buying a shirt cuz they are fire. Uh guys, one more time. 15% off your first purchase from Homefield with code lockdown spartans all one word during your checkout at homefieldapparel.com. All right, I've got three more thoughts. Uh, well, okay, I've got like a trillion thoughts on tomorrow's game, but three more that I want you to hear and that are worth listening to, I think. Um, the number one, or no, number one, number three, number one for the segment, number three overall, uh, is what I think is the biggest key of the game. And it's going to be Rutgers and their aggression of going for it on fourth down. That's right, these these guys love going for it. Greg Schiano, um... Yeah, he, he gave a nice quote after the Michigan game that I'll get to in a little bit here. But Rutgers has gone for it 18 times on fourth down this year. Yeah, that that ties the conference lead with Michigan. However, unlike Michigan, who's been doing okay at converting on third down, Rutgers has just been doing it at an 8-for-18 clip, which not necessarily where you want to be below the 50% mark if you're the Scarlet Knights. On the contrary, flip side... MSU has seen the most fourth down attempts against them with 19. And that sounds about right. I swear, like, every time we flip on the Spartans game, like, we've got a team going for it on fourth down like five times per night against MSU, it seems. But I digress. Um, Here is the stat that you don't want to hear. So turn the dial down if you really don't want to hear a bad stat. Uh, Teams are 15 for 19. 15 for 19 against Michigan State on fourth down. Oh, yikes. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not good. But uh, trending in the right direction-ish from last week. Last week, the Hilltoppers just went two for four on fourth down. Okay, so we're, hopefully water's going to find its level here soon. Listen, Rutgers is uh, aggressive, guys. Two weeks ago, they went for it three times against Michigan. Most opportunities made sense. The one that really probably didn't. Going for it on fourth and ten from midfield with 22 seconds left in the half. Incomplete pass, Michigan gets the ball back, and then bang, field goal to make it, I think it was 20-3 to at halftime. And then later on in the game, fourth quarter, five minutes left, they're down a score. It was fourth and two, they went for it in plus territory. No brainer there, but he was still asked about it after the game, and by he, I mean Greg Schiano, and he said uh, something on the lines of, we aren't playing to come close. That might seem like a really, really obvious sentence, but 
if you're a football fan, you've known that like that, that really oddly enough isn't too obvious with <laughs> coaches sometimes. Is uh, uh, let's see, uh, fourth and three, five minutes left, down a touchdown. We're at the Michigan forty. Now let's punt. Like I, I mean, how many times have we seen that? So no, Greg Schiano is not one of those players. He's not going to play that game. And he also showed it too last week, trying to set the tone at home against Ohio State, uh, trying to fake a punt at midfield right off the bat, and that failed. And then Ohio State scored on the second play, and they kept scoring, kept scoring. It just set the tone for the rest of the night. And yeah, it's it's going to, the fourth down battle is what is going to be the name of that game right now. It's, yeah, it, it's two things. It's fourth down battle, and then it's, you know, how, how good can Peyton Thorne play, if you want me to give you the, the top two keys of the game right there. So, yeah, it's 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 a stat that's eye-popping, and maybe it wouldn't be as eye-popping if it wasn't matched with Michigan State's own, oh, God, teams went for it <laughs> on fourth down 19 times against us already, and we gave it up 15 of those times. Yikes! Um, so, yeah, that's a big key to the game right there. Number four... And, yes, it's a key for this game or something we want to see this game, but I'm also just talking, like, rest of the season here, man. Can we please see a solid second guy behind Kenneth Walker? I don't know. I, I, I wish I can give you an inside scoop on Eli Collins. All that we know is that he's sore, which means anywhere between, like, a stub toe or an amputated foot when it comes to Mel Tucker talking about injuries. So I don't know if or when we'll ever see him again this season. The two guys that we have been seeing is Jordan Simmons fine athlete, but he plain and simple. Like he can't hide the blemishes of, of the offensive line. Like Kenneth Walker can like not really necessarily close either. Last game, 10 carries for 34 yards. Not, not too inspiring. That was his first heavy ish load game since the Youngstown state game, uh, where he went for more than a hundred yards. But listen, I, I would like to see, that kind of performance, not over 100 yards, but like a good yard per carry. So I'm talking about here. I'd like to see that against a power five team, a team that has a, a good run defense. That'd be stellar. Um, Harold Joyner, no carries at all for him, actually, since his fumble against Northwestern. He has a catch since then out of the backfield, but no carries. So it's just Walker on his own island. Understandably so. The guy's an amazing talent. No question about it, but... <sighs> You know what I love even uh, even more than Walker? Or, okay, just as much as Kenneth Walker? Uh, probably just the idea of a complimentary guy that can give MSU solid carries if and when Walker gets a breather. Like, when, when Walker's on the sidelines, like it just can't stop. And that is what has been happening um, whenever MSU has been finding themselves ever since the Youngstown game, kind of. So... Yeah, it would be great to see against Rutgers, but I would love to see it here for the second half of the schedule too. Especially when, okay, as the season goes along, guys are more banged up. Let's just keep Kenneth Sleggs as fresh as possible. I I don't know, man. It's it, it That's been a concern because it started off pretty hopeful. After the first two games, you just thought, okay, hey, they got a good, you know, second guy behind Walker. But I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to lose a little faith in that. I don't I have not lost faith that it can bounce back cuz I think again Jordan Simmons fine athlete but it just hasn't really clicked since. So in closing thought number 5 here um and this isn't anything groundbreaking like this is absolutely a game MSU should win. I mean I don't think it's going to be like my thoughts before the Nebraska game that oh I could see how they lose maybe it's going to be a lot closer than we think like yeah this will be a close game 
But I, I definitely think that if MSU does go out and lose this game, like that, that's a game that is worth being frustrated over, I think. I mean, unless something crazy happens, like a meteor hits their sideline and all the guys are injured and you can't play. But, yeah, like Rutgers is a fine team. Like they're on the upswing of a rebuild, just like MSU. But, uh, I mean, MSU, unlike Rutgers, like they have shown they have the supreme weapons capable of changing the game. I'm talking Reed, I'm talking Walker. Thorn so far, not too shabby. Jalen Naylor, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, sure, Cal Halliday is out for the first half, but the, the front six should be solid enough to stop Rutgers' not-so-inspirational run game in the first half. And also, like, Michigan State has shown they can limit what a, more, a mobile quarterback can do. So, yeah, like, listen, like, Rutgers has a great run defense, but they haven't seen Kenneth Walker yet. Hold on, hold for that. But let's say, okay, Kenneth Walker's bottled up for 3.8 yards per carry or something like that. Something just mediocre. I, I still have faith that Peyton Thorne can get it done. I mean, cerebral guy, smart guy. I, I think that he's had some good takeaways after the Nebraska game. And you know what else helps the confidence? Whew, playing the Hilltoppers defense. That will straighten you out no problem. That's probably what he needed. Looking at some big, glaring, open spots to throw the ball into and... Uh, crunch off a, a lot of yards per catch here. Maybe that won't happen this game as far as big plays because Rutgers, like I'm assused on defense, will probably keep the game in front of them. You know, Ben, don't break, if I could say that for a 90th time this week. But, yeah, hey, Peyton, has got to be smart, man. Got to gotta get it done. Cannot, cannot, cannot have another second-half performance against Nebraska, and I don't think that'll happen. Knock on wood. Do it one more time. All right, guys, I'm going to get my uh, three best bets out of the way right here because Blair's are definitely more fascinating than mine. Uh, I am 14-11 and 11 on the season. That's right, we are still in the black. And like last week, I will keep it all Big Ten right here. Uh, Maryland versus OSU, I'm going to go over 71 points. The last three matchups between these teams have averaged 88 combined points. Yes, 71 is an insane number, but yeah, <laughs> we're going over it. Uh, give me Illinois plus 11 against Wisconsin. Over-under is 42. When a over-under is that low and a point spread is that high, it'll be a low-scoring game-type game, and just one bounce of the ball the other way, that can get you a plus 11. I have no faith in Wisconsin either. Give me Iowa minus one for their showdown against Penn State. Um, this is a stat from Chris Falica um, of College Game Day. I don't like the guy, but I like his stats. Uh, James Franklin's teams are own seven at Penn State in true road games versus top ten teams with just one game decided by fewer than 11 points. Yikes. Uh, throw in the fact that it's at Kinnick Stadium uh, in the late afternoon, early evening. That's some weird voodoo going on there, man. Uh, and two more to go, guys. I'm going to go under 50.5 for Nebraska U of M. Just got a hard time believing both teams will move the ball all too well that night. Um, and the last but not least, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go under 51 for MSU Rutgers as well. I think both teams, just like I said, it's, it's bend, don't break for both defenses. I think red zone trips will end in field goals. Uh, more times than not, perhaps, but yeah, give, give me like a weird score of like 25 to 19, and, and that's under 51. So those, those are my five picks, guys. Um, thanks a lot, and we got more picks coming for you from like one of the hottest betters out there right now, uh, Blair Montgomery. But first, speaking of betting, I need to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. We're back. We're better than ever. As all eyes are on the gridiron, as teams are back on the field for another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this fall. With new updated site interface and odds, 
props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But use promo code Locked On. That's right, Locked On, all one word, and that will unlock your 50% welcome bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's betonline.ag, where the game begins. Folks, he took a break from popping bottles of Ace of Spades champagne to come talk to a plebeian like myself. Yes, his name is Blair Montgomery, and he is the hottest, hottest man, not just on MSU Twitter, but probably on Twitter right now. And he is here to grace us with his picks. Blair, how on earth are you doing, man? You doing okay? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that intro. I'm doing well. I've been uh, I've been a, a D-list celebrity on uh, gambling <laughs> Twitter for the last 14 days, and it's been uh, it's it's come with a, a flood of luscious DMs. Um, let me just say that. Sure. So doing great, but it's been a fun two weeks. Thanks for having me on. No, dude, I really appreciate you joining. And for those people that actually have a, a real life and you know aren't a complete loser like myself who live their entire lives on the internet, can you just walk everyone else through what has been going on with you the last two weeks? Because it's it's one thing to go on like a little heater. What you've been on is, is, is out of control, though. So please just fill us in here of, of what's been going on in your life last two weeks. Yeah, it's been pretty nuts. Um, I'm, I'm a very, very, very avid uh, sports better. And um, I almost, like, exclusively bet parlays. And I've been very close to some big scores in the past, since, basically since, like, FanDuel and sure. and Barstool and DraftKings have been legal. But last two weeks, um, two weeks ago, I, I hit a, a 42K parlay. Uh, it was, like, a 12-leg NFL parlay, oh, all man. money line. And then, <laughs> and then last week, I hit a uh, – I had a, a 79K parlay that was 11 legs, and it was – I don't know how I came up with this idea, but I had a shot at 125K. It didn't matter. As long as I got the money in sure. football, it was over. <laughs> um, so it was a, I was free rolling for for 46000 depending on Chargers, Raiders, Monday night. But it's been, been a very, very crazy two weeks to hit two bets like that back-to-back. No, that's like a – well, okay, I was going to say literally once-in-a-lifetime hit, but actually quite the opposite of literally. You've done it twice in the lifespan <laughs> of a goldfish already, just in two weeks here. So other than, you know, the, the money, which I'm sure is nice, you know, that's an okay part of it, what's been your favorite part of the, the last two weeks of hitting back-to-back like 11, 12-team parlays or just all the camaraderie on Twitter? What's been your favorite part yeah, I mean, it's been really fun. I, I've had, I think I have like a, like a generally speaking, like a good pulse on like how to do this. And um, at least as, as, as responsibly as you can when you're betting 10, 10, like <laughs> 10 plus leg parlays. But um, it's been fun just to kind of collaborate with people. A lot of people ask questions and trying to understand kind of my thought process. So just, just firing back and forth between kind of random people who have stumbled upon me on Twitter has actually been, been really fun. Now, you have five picks for college football. I don't know if MSU is part of that, but before we even get there, like, you are obviously an MSU fan. So when it comes to Michigan State, like, do you always bet Michigan State? Do you always bet against Michigan State and hedge your happiness, which is what I like to do? Or do you look at it from a (laughs) rational, not emotional angle whenever, or if ever, you bet the Spartans? How does it usually go for you? Yeah. 
Um, I, I okay. So when uh, when I bet, I am come one hundred percent rational. I take good for I you. Wow. Emo- I take the emotion out of it with MSU. Um, for for context, I lost a lot of money last year when <laughs> uh, when, when we beat Michigan. I had a oh, sure. bunch of parlays that needed Michigan to beat the crap out of us. And uh, I lost all of them because we somehow won as a three three touchdown underdog. But uh, best best losing week of my life. Oh sure. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, the amount of money I lost on Michigan not making the Final Four last year. <laughs> but you know what? I don't miss that money at all. It was great, baby. At all. So yeah. At oh all. God, at all. Well, money well spent. Money well spent. You know, got to hedge of happiness. If I got to watch those people uh, win or if I got to watch our team lose, I, I want to be compensated for it, which is uh, why I've lost money on Michigan State this year, uh, week in, week out. But you know what? We want to hear from you, Blair. We want to hear your five picks here. Do you have – well, I mean, you got to start somewhere. So, yeah, just uh, t- take us uh, take us down the, the walk of money-making lane here, why don't you? Yeah, so put together five. Um, I was looking through them yesterday and today trying to figure out kind of – Generally speaking, the ones I like the most. Um, first one is tomorrow night, night game. This one should hit home with a lot of MSU fans. But um, I, I just don't trust Herm Edwards at all um, in any fashion on a football field. And Stanford, <laughs> Stanford might not be that great, um, but 13 and a half is a lot of points to give up uh, to a team that um, – beat the crap out of USC and just beat Oregon last week. So definitely take Stanford in the point, Stanford plus 13 and a half at Arizona state. That's pick number one. Um, pick number two, um, another team that's been pretty profitable for me so far this year, uh, BYU. Um, okay. Take yeah. BYU, BYU in the points. I think they're, they're minus all these picks by the way are our FanDuel. So these are current FanDuel values. Um, BYU minus five and a half. They're home versus Boise State. Um, BYU is kind of sneaky, better than I think a lot of us thought. Um, I, they lost, obviously, a lot with Zach Wilson. I watch a lot of their games. Um, I don't know why. I, it's weird, but I end up watching a lot of their games. And they've been pretty, they've been pretty solid so far this year. So I'm going to roll with BYU. I think five and a half is a little light. I'd be comfortable betting that. Um, mm-hmm. That up to probably six or six and a half. I think they could win by a touchdown. Um, next one, um, we have Memphis and Tulsa. So this is a little weird one. Uh, these are two teams who are coming off of, I would say, uh, pretty bad losses. Uh, Memphis, I think Memphis blew a lead to Temple last week. And if you lose to Temple, that's never a good thing. Sure. And Tulsa, Tulsa got eviscerated by somebody. Um, and it wasn't good, but I think Memphis, Memphis has actually been okay so far this year. They beat Mississippi State earlier on. Uh, they're getting three and a half. Um, I'll take the, the three and a half points with Memphis. I, I almost kind of want to just go money line with this one. This feels like a, a shot, a good spot for an underdog just to pull off the upset. But sure. if you don't, don't want to strictly go with the, the money line, I think the three and a half points is a great spot. Um, next one, um, Alabama, Texas A&M. Um, if you have been paying attention on Twitter at all in the last couple of days, the the weirdest video I've ever not good. seen has surfaced. Has not surfaced good. With Texas A&M. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, have ne- 
<laughs> oh god, it, it's the most uncomfortable eighty. I've watched it four times. I can't stop watching it. I can't stop. It gets worse every time. Yeah, I, I subject myself to it <laughs> every single time it comes across oh, my... the feed. Yep. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse and worse, and it's so so weird. And it's brought together Texas and Oklahoma fans. Um, so that's how you know <laughs> yeah. that it, that it's it's, it's it's strange. So uh, I I lied about not taking the emotion out of picks. Out of principle, I am going to take Bama and minus seventeen and a half. Just knowing that. that the entire Bama football team also saw that video. And they are going to beat the living hell out of this team for America. <laughs> yeah, um, there we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we need that. Um, and then last one, uh, this is my one my one upset pick. I'm going to go straight money line with this one, um, LSU at Kentucky. Um, I think Kentucky is in a perfect letdown spot. Um, they beat Florida at home last week for, like, the first time in, like, 600 years. Um, so I think this is a really, really good spot to get good value on LSU. I think they're three or three and a half point underdogs. So if you're uncomfortable taking the, the money line, just roll with the, roll with the spread. But I think LSU has got a good shot to win outright. Love that. So Stanford plus 13 and a half against Arizona state, BYU minus five and a half against Boise, Memphis plus three and a half against Tulsa, uh, Bama saving the country and beating the absolute hell out of uh, Texas A&M minus 17 and a half. And then Blair just saying, screw your points, giving the money line of LSU against Kentucky. Love that, man. Let's go. That's, that's five solid picks right there, baby. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we don't go over five. <laughs> That'd be as impressive as five and zero. I gotta say, I've I've had more zero for fives than five and zeros. That's for sure. So I just like to tell myself that, yeah, hey, zero for five. That's that's a little impressive. A little. A little I agree. Big. I I'm also I'm also under the belief that if you happen to bet a parlay and if you lose every single leg, that you should receive some sort of compensation back because that is equally as important. Yeah. Maybe not like the odds that you were given for the parlay, but just like double. You know, you get like plus a hundred odds on it just for you know yeah. doing the opposite ace. Yeah. Let's open a sports book. Yeah, That'll be one of the promos that we run. It'll be great. We'll, we'll give out shady lines all the time, too. It'll be fantastic. We'll get shut down in a month. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll give it a try. That's it. Hey, there. There's the first investment you can make with the uh, winnings you got the last two weeks. She hands shady uh, <laughs> sports book and grill. Let's go, baby. We'll, we'll be in contact. Blair. <laughs> I like it. Love it. Well, hey, thanks a lot for hopping on. Uh, and yeah, hey, congrats on your last two weeks, man. And best of luck the rest of the season, man. It's uh, what a wild ride. And I could literally actually. No, I, I can't imagine how you've been feeling because I've never been on a heat or anything close to what you've been. So congrats, man, with everything going yeah, on. I appreciate it. A lot of, lot of pressure to run it back. I've been getting a few DMs calling me a fraud. So I feel like i got to do something three weeks in a row. So we'll, we'll see how the next few days kind of pan out. Okay, from the outside looking in, that's been the weirdest part of everyone just clearly salty and be like, oh, he's just getting lucky. Or like, oh, you have to be a degenerate to bet Jets and Giants. It's like, or just correct, like – like it's only yeah. degenerate lose. I mean, this has been winning. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, listen, we all get jealous in our lives here and there, but you got to hide it a little better than that. <laughs> like that's been that's been the most entertaining part from the outside looking in. It's just yeah. all the yeah. faults just being poured on you, man. It's been fun. I'll try to share some pics and stuff on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> there we um, go. It's, it, it, I'm getting a lot of asks for it, so I'll try to share some stuff. But um, happy to come on and, and do this with you guys. Um, as, as often as you'd like and we'll see how this first week goes i guess sure amen man yeah definitely we'd love to have you on uh, later on this season um 
Hey, right, let's let's have ourselves a weekend. Let's let's go. Let's make it three weeks in a row, baby. Let's get it popping. Yeah, I like it. And thanks again for Blair for just spilling his knowledge on us, man. I mean, yeah, even if it's not five and zero or four and one, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure to have uh, a guy that's connected double digit like parlays back to back weeks on the show. Um, given his his uh, great picks there with you know, research, knowledge, reasoning, something that I don't always give, and I give my best bet. So, yeah, um, if you guys want more picks at Locked On Big Ten. With Nate Dickinson and me. That's right. I'll be on today. Uh, we always go over betting every Friday. Uh, we will be bebopping around the Big Ten slate, so be sure to check that one out. And uh, yeah, hey, let's go. Let's let's just have a day tomorrow, man. I'm just so happy that <laughs> it's a noon game. I never thought I'd be this fired up over a noon game, but there's something healthy about not just sitting around all day being nervous about your team kicking off at night, especially when that game's on the road. I, let's just let's just get it out of the way and live the rest of our lives and hopefully celebrate a victory the rest of our weekend all right guys like i said way 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 earlier in the show um i just want to thank you for making locked on spartans your first listen uh every single day that's right monday through friday and one one more time thanks a ton guys for for all your support uh your your listening ears and uh your passion for the michigan state spartans because without that well hey (laughs) this show would not exist so hey thanks a lot guys really appreciate it Treat yourself this weekend. Let's go. Go green. Let's go. Come on, boys. Do it.